Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Light with Ellen podcast. Um, for today's episode, you might want to grab yourself a sheet of paper. There is an active self-coaching exercise that you can do um, through this episode today while I walk through my favorite three things to talk about as a coach, um, healthy boundaries, energy management, and discernment. So tune on in and uh, don't forget to subscribe and review when you get a chance. Thanks so much. everyone. It's early December. It's December 2nd as I record this. And this is another um, brief episode with me. And I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about um, some of the foundation within my uh, practice, my coaching practice. Um, I am always, when I'm working with a client, I have sort of three pillars in mind. And maybe they're more like the three, <laughs> the, the tripod for the foundation. I don't know how you want to there's three of them. Anyway, and so they are um, healthy boundaries, energy management, and discernment. And these are three skills, tools, however you want to think of them, practices um, that um, through my life experience and my professional experience um, are, the, are the cornerstones with developing for myself what I help my clients do, um, a stable foundation from which to to anchor and root and feel stable and strong even amidst challenges. Um, and when I start to feel a little pulled sideways or a little out of alignment with myself, if I pause and kind of catch myself to to think and reflect, it's usually because one of these one of these three things has been um, unattended to for a while. And again, they are healthy boundaries energy management, and discernment. Um, and I think of these three things as interconnected and intersectional, but um, also that boundaries and energy management help discernment. And so they come first, but yet you still need to be able to discern um, where to place boundaries and um, how to manage your energy. And it's, they, they have an interplay. Um, but of course, discernment without without a foundation in the other two is really um, a bit more reactionary rather than responsive. And so that's an important kind of conception there. And so today I want to focus a little bit more specifically on, on boundaries, but the other pieces will come into play and we'll do a little exercise in this podcast that you can, um, you know, pause it, get your piece of paper out. So if you want to go ahead and work along with today, um, this is a little bit of like a live exercise that you can listen to. So let's talk first about sort of boundaries. What are they? They're limits. They're healthy limits you set either on yourself or you put them there for other people to respond to. And so that they know that there's um there's a line that you know they can't treat you in a certain way or take your energy really what it is it's about the management boundaries are there to set containers for your energy right and that's that's where the energy management piece comes in um and it can be really hard uh we walk around as adults mostly running the programs that we learned as children and some of them were really healthy and super great and taught us really great strategies for interrelationships relationships with ourselves and with other people um and, and some of the patterns we learned for our survival, just kind of depending on the childhood you may have had. Um, so just as a quick caveat, I'm a coach. I'm not a counselor or a therapist. And a lot of my coaching comes from my deep work and deep dives into 
personal development and and helping people get aligned so they can move forward and reach their goals. But I'm not going to start talking to you like a licensed clinical psychologist. So just keep that in mind. Um, and so I bring that up because we're we're running patterns and programs and stories and beliefs that were shaped for us um, over a lifetime. And if we start to bring conscious awareness to them, especially when they're going a little bit awry and they may have served us very well for survival when we were young, but inhibit us in having good, close, connected relationships today or in being overextended to people and feeling constantly drained, um, that's a good time to stop and look and say, where did I learn that modeling? And is that good for me now? And often there will be a reckoning also with feelings of guilt or shame if you decide to change what your what your boundaries are because, oh, my mother would never have done it this way or, you know, I can hear my grandma's voice in the back of my mind is, is a refrain I often hear when, when kind of diving in to talk about some of these things. But also the person um, sitting in the chair today is, is often in a place of struggle and tension because their heart wants more space and freedom to have their own space, to be able to explore the depths of where they could go. And, and the obligations really that they've agreed to are no longer serving them, right? It's another way to think about patterns is that we create obligations and expectations that we just do because we've always done them. And it's oftentimes, there's always a good chance that it's a good time to stop and reflect on what they are. Um, and so when you do have good, healthy boundaries, right? So I'm not saying build a wall and push everyone out. I'm also not saying to build a wall and not let anyone in, right? It's about a healthy, a healthy balance. And they can shift and change over, you know, the course of a month or a year uh, or just as you grow and change as well, like things will flex. And so having a good awareness of what is good for you, where you're at today, and how you're allowed to shift and change them as time moves forward and as you grow into what feels right for you, um, it takes iteration and it requires curiosity and flexibility and a willingness to observe what what is there. Um, and that's what I think is really beautiful about sort of um, it's it's like while you're practicing your boundaries, you're starting to practice the art of discernment. And this is how this kind of comes into play because they can shift over time. So let's pause for a moment there, and <clears throat> I think we're going to work ourselves into a, the activity now, if you'd like to grab your piece of paper. And um, it's pretty simple. All you need to do is just draw a line down the center of your page, and then leave a couple inches at the bottom. Um, so don't draw the line. Don't bisect it completely. Just kind of throw. And then where you've stopped the line, draw a line across. So you end up having like a, a, a rectangular box at the bottom of your page and then two columns right above it. Okay. And so this activity is going to do a little bit of all three. Healthy boundary identification, energy management assessment, and you're going to use your powers of discernment to kind of analyze it and understand what feels right and doesn't feel right to you. And so this is my one of my favorite little activities. Um, so on the left side, I want you to write just a plus sign. On the right column, just put a little minus sign and leave the bottom box blank for now. On the left column, these are going to be um, things that are happening in your life that really fuel you, give you life, give you energy, make you feel really good. Um, so if I were filling in this column, I would write down things like meditation, dance, writing, uh, doing my podcast. I actually have a fun time doing this, um, working with clients, um, 
and what playing with my kids outside, um, basically anything that doesn't have to do <laughs> with washing dishes, right? Um, but also just having tea with a friend. So things that give me life. And sometimes it's just hibernating in my bed and having the door shut and complete silence and no one bothering me for two hours. That is amazing. And that comes from the spot where I have two younger children and I love my family, but sometimes mom needs a break and that would be um, my happy place. So that would be my left side of the column. I would put all of those things that bring me joy, yoga class, a run, a walk, anything, achieving a, a goal. Um, and then on the on the right side of the of your sheet, these are the things that drain you. And when I say that, I think I say drain you and they don't really give you a strong return on your investment for the energy. Um, because I know that you might say things like, oh, well, God, my job, but I need my job because it gives me the money that I need that creates the stability. But yes, there are also like a hundred kinds of jobs that could be out there. And some of those jobs could give you money and bring you joy. And some of those jobs could give you money and you feel continuously like strained and maybe even sick because of the work. And so this is an opportunity to discern, is this a like a good thing or not a good thing? And if it's a little bit too complex, when you just write down the whole thing, write down aspects of the job, maybe if they're not great. And then you can put things that are good about it in the other column. If there's joy in there, like you have a great coworker who you love to have lunch with, like put that on the left side or I guess at these days, virtual lunch date with. Um, but yeah, on that right side, everything that drains you and does not give you a good, healthy return on your energetic investment for the energy you put out. These can be draining relationships. These can be having to navigate um, challenges between people who will never see eye to eye, but somehow you keep getting stuck in the middle. Um, it could be anything like that. So just write those write those things down. It could be frustration with health uh, and wellness. And that could be a deeper energetic balance thing that we could is a is a kind of a separate but deeper topic we could go into at some point but um there and obviously with your um, medical care provider <laughs> for you to go into it with them if needed okay and then so those are those two columns and now that bottom box that bottom box there that that little thing uh, the label is long so define it how you need to but the way I think of it is is things that are hard but are worth it and so these are the things that your energetic output for them can be high right like training for a marathon it may feel gruesome to have to like continuously train and go for these runs every week and you're putting out a lot of energy and some days you don't feel really that great about it but at the end the outcome is running this marathon, or maybe you're an ultra marathoner. And um, the, the, the return on the investment for the accomplishment is so fueling to your kind of your spirit for yourself that it's worth it, right? And so that's the kind of thing. Other really hard things that could be worth it in this column could be the fact that you're homeschooling your children right now, you know, um, and you are discovering the joy of watching them grow at home. And that's kind of maybe a nice thing for some folks that's happening. I totally don't expect that to be happening for everybody. This can also be a very difficult thing. I understand um, completely. Um, but yeah, so this is that that box. Uh, another example for me that I could think of could be like working on a on a college degree or a certificate program or some kind of field of study where you're having to put a lot of effort in and you're sacrificing like maybe time with your family, you've gone back to school or something like that. But it's worth it because you're going to be very you can you know that it's it's feeding you in some ways the accomplishment, pride in yourself of doing something difficult and and getting there. 
Okay. So <clears throat> now that you have your three areas filled in and, you know, feel free to pause this so you can really take the time to do it. Um, now I want you to just kind of set your pen down, stand up, take a stretch, like move around a little bit and then come back and look at it. And um, I want you to start to look at what you've been able to do for yourself in the past one to two weeks and circle the things, maybe get a highlighter and highlight the items that are active in your more recent experience. Could have been today, yesterday, last week um, on, on all sides of and, and in all sections, your positives, your energy drains and your um, stuff that's hard but worth it, right? And kind of just take a look at that. And at, at a glance now, you should have some highlights that are showing you um, where your energy management is going, right? Are you 90% on the negative column with things that you've been experiencing and like 10% on the left with one thing on the bottom? Like that's an opportunity to stop and assess. Or are you flipped? Are you 90% on the left side of the column with just a little bit of stuff on the right and you're feeling happy with the hard stuff that's got a good return on investment? This is your discernment opportunity, okay? It's not a time for being self-critical or judging yourself because this has been a really challenging year. And there are a lot of things that are coming up for a lot of folks that are out of our control. And so what we're really looking at here as well is within where our energy is going, what can we control and what can we not control? And if there are some things on that right side in the negative column that are really outside of our power of control, are we counterbalancing that enough with things that fuel us and help us feel better? Looking at the left side. That's really what I'm talking about here. And so you've got a great snapshot of your <clears throat> of your columns and your categories and your energy balance, right? And then this is the place to pause again. And maybe you want a separate sheet of paper so you can take some notes here and be like, I'm feeling really balanced here. This is taking too much of my energy and time. This makes me feel really frustrated or this makes me feel really great. I would like to and just start to write out some things that you'd like to see shift if there's anything you'd like to see shifting here um, for the current moment and maybe even just for the next week or two weeks, right? And and that 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 understanding of how you want things to shift over the next couple weeks or how you want to maintain them, that is going to help define for you where to start setting your boundaries and your personal limitations or your limitations on others, right? Because this is about managing your energy. This is your fuel, your life, you know, if you don't function because you've been so drained, you cannot be a good contributor. You cannot be of good service to those you love if you have not first fueled, filled your own cup of water. And and so that's the next part. If you're taking some notes after you're looking at this and you're doing your kind of discernment exercise, what are the boundaries that need to be in place? Is there a repeating conversation you keep having with somebody that is just utterly draining and not providing any sort of resolution or outcome? Is there some kind of a way that you can create a new boundary there and be like, you know, I just really don't need to engage with this person for a while um, or have a very direct conversation with that person and say, every time we connect, this is what I'm getting out of it. I'm sure it can't be great for you. What can we do about it? Um, if that person is open to that kind of a conversation or if there's more practical things in there and you have it 
it causes you maybe to think about setting a longer term plan moving forward about switching something, right? Because not all of it can be turned on a dime. This all takes time and intention. But there, like, I don't know, for example, just jumping from job to job, there's so much more unpacked uh, to unpack within transitions before you can be ready to leave to make sure that you're not carrying a pattern forward if you're changing a position. It's really more valuable to, even if the job or something about a career path is is not desired, it's good to pause for a moment within there to plan your transition and to understand what patterns are running within that current space and to unpack those before leaping so that you don't carry something forward and are then thus doomed to repeat it again, even though it could be a completely different workplace and scenario. Maybe I'll talk about that a little more at some point in another episode, because there's there's a lot to unpack within um, not just leaping from thing to thing, but never being content. It's more about what are we learning in our discontentment to unpack so that we can move to the next and have different lessons instead and, and move forward and grow within ourselves, regardless of what the job is, for example. Okay, so I did say a little more, um, but that's that's about it for the energy sort of energy management boundary discernment exercise, and it's a it's a really great one to do. Um, and so, yeah, if you start to feel a little out of alignment, overdrained, overtired, cattywampus, it's a good time to stop and pause and give yourself an hour, lock the door, turn on the music, or go for a walk first and come back, get refreshed, and get yourself in a, a mindset of about to work on yourself, and and to just do that exercise, and it can give you a really great in-the-moment snapshot of where you are now. And I hope you can see how it's iterative and you can do it again six months from now and it could be completely different and you realize that, oh, I feel so much better that this boundary I had is no longer necessary kind of where I had staked it out. It can actually be over here and it's okay to flex a little more in this direction. Um, Because in the scope of like living our lives well, like we're constantly ebbing and flowing ourselves, like just like the seasons, um, just like what we like to eat in July is maybe not the same thing we like to eat in December because our bodies are changing. We're adapting to our environments. And so therefore the way that we interrelate with one another and ourselves can also flux and that's okay. But yeah, that's it. I hope I hope this was interesting for you. Thanks so much for listening. That was our quick episode for today. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and um, give it a review if you can um, so that other people can find it. And thanks so much. Oh, and if you're interested in working with me, you can find me at innerlightellen.com. And also, I was going to say, keep an eye out um, in the new year for workshops. I'm going to have um, workshops uh, to, to really work on things just like this. Um, coming live in late January. It'll be an eight-week um, cohort of people, um, a group. Um, I need at least three to make the group go, but we can go up to eight people so it doesn't get too big. And then I'm going to do other um, other smaller workshops, and I will uh, share those, and they'll be listed online as they come up. Thanks so much, and um, see you next time. Bye.